0: If you live around Charlottesville, you very well may have heard of Sally Hemings, an enslaved woman owned by Thomas Jefferson. As a very young woman, Sally Hemings negotiated with Jefferson to free their children who were born into slavery. What you probably haven't heard is the story of what happened to those kids. That's what we're talking about today with David McCormick. He's the founder and artistic director of the Early Music Access Project. He has recently created a downtown walking tour about the remarkable musical careers of the Hemmings family and the other black fiddlers of Monticello. WTJU's Mary Garner McGee brings us this story.
1: Jefferson and Sally Hemings had three boys. The oldest, Beverly, played for the dances hosted at Monticello by Jefferson's grandchildren. There's some evidence that middle son Madison was also a fiddler, but it was young Eston, born in 1814, who would make a career as a musician upon gaining his freedom and moving to Ohio. And that was in part due to the great hardship that he faced here in Charlottesville. Um, There were many laws that were up against free black people in Charlottesville at this time.
2: And so it was in Ohio that he became known as a fiddler and was able to make a living as a musician.
1: He made quite an impression in the town of Chillicothe, Ohio, as is evident in this newspaper quote, written decades after his death. When they struck up Money Musk or Wesson's Slaughterhouse, he was a chump indeed. He could sit by and look on without clinching onto a pretty girl and joining the merry throng. Eston's band featured violin, clarinet, and cello, playing all of the most popular dance tunes of the day, including Money Musk. It's no surprise to find out that this was one of his father's favorite tunes. Jefferson, at one point, copied the tune out in one of his own music books.
2: Join us tomorrow to learn about Eston Hemings' cousins, the Scots. And to take the tour in person, go to earlymusicseville.org.